Welcome back to our Women of Influence podcast. We are continuing forward in our My Story series. I have to tell you, I have been loving each one more and more, Mm -hmm. and I know today is not going to be any exception. We have a very special guest with us today in the studio. It is Detective Marissa Downs. Um, She is actually a member of our Anaheim Hills Influence Church, as well as one of our Women of Influence. Um, But before we get into that, as always, I need to introduce our founder, Miss Tammy Hudson-Piller. Hey, Kara. How are you this morning? I'm very good. I'm excited. Beautiful. Oh, man. We've had a great morning already. It's been amazing. We truly have. Well, yes, thank you for the great intro, and it's always just such a joy to be here. It's it's a it's a bittersweet day. Um, welcome, Marissa. We love you, you and your personal friends of ours and, and of this house, of this church. You are uh, one of our small group leaders and women of influence. You have a heart to influence the world, and I thank you. Um, but it's it's been an emotional week. Um you know, most of you know, if you kind of watching us right now, that we've just come out of a pretty horrific experience in Dallas, uh, in Orlando, in St. Louis. We've had that. We've had Michigan, uh, New Orleans, or it was, I know, Louisiana. I don't know if that's Baton Rouge, exactly where that was, but um, just a lot of senseless shooting, uh, senseless killing. And um, so I know your heart is both heavy and your heart has to be... Um, active and stay alert because that's your profession. So before we go to that part of the story, I just want to thank you. I want to personally thank you for your service because what you do keeps me safe. And I thank you for that. But all right, now the real question, why a beautiful, gorgeous woman like yourself? (laughs) Law enforcement, really? I mean, you could be anything. Uh, When I graduated from college, I knew it was time to get a job. Uh, I actually never grew up wanting to be a police officer, never grew up uh, no one in my family is in law enforcement. Um, I actually kind of just fell into it. I heard that uh, a friend of mine worked, knew someone who worked for Anaheim PD, and I actually went to school up in San Francisco, so I wasn't even close to Anaheim. And uh, I applied online, and within six months, which is pretty fast to get hired, I, I got hired as a police officer. Wow. Okay, now you you stumbled into it, or would you think that God opened a door because He had a specific job for you and your future? I think everything that happens in my life is because of God and the doors He opens for me. Um, there was six of us hired out of about 1,500 people. Wow. So I would definitely say that was a door that God opened. Yeah, yeah. Um, but like I said, up until before I applied, I didn't even know I wanted to be a police officer. Wow, wow. Well, you know, that's really cool because it does go in line with so much of what we've talked about, Marissa, these last several weeks with this My Story series. Mm -hmm. You know, there's a great verse in the Bible that says, many are the plans of man, but God directs our steps. Right. And I really believe all of us in our story are divinely under the inspiration and guidance of the Holy Spirit who opens doors for us. But I have to be honest, this is a big door. Yes. This is a big dog. Law, law enforcement. Um, you know, you're you're a police officer. Okay, here's just some of the questions I'm going to ask. Just to be real, I mean, you have two small, beautiful sons at home, and they're young. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have a beautiful home. You have a beautiful husband. Beautiful children. Don't you feel responsible to them? I mean, don't you take your your, don't you risk every day being a police officer and you take your life in your hands walking out of your house, getting in a police car, doing what you do? My um, answer to that is my life is in God's hands. So everyone on this earth serves a purpose, and my purpose is in law enforcement. And it's funny because both my little boys all day long, Mommy, I'm going to be a police audit- auditor, like Drew says. Officer. Um, 
when I grow up and in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, no way, I'm not going to let my kid be a police officer, you know, but I signed up for it. I swore an oath and that means a lot to me. And I know that God protects me and takes care of me, so I don't really have to worry about anything else. Great answer. Great answer. And I think it's when we begin to fear man more than we fear God, that's the definition of fear. And so we know that there is a supernatural covering and protection over you. And I just am so grateful that there are police officers out there protecting me that have conviction and have hope. Although I know that you're you're a pretty tough cookie, (laughs) all right? And so there's a couple questions I want to ask you about. Um, How hard is it to be a female police officer? And in, is it still a man's world? Is, is it still a man's world to be a police officer is the first part of the question. And then I might want to ask to follow up, do people um, look at you different as a female? Maybe even if you pull them over or if you have an arrest or you have as a detective, are you looked at differently as a female? Absolutely. I think we've come a long way for women in law enforcement and there's still a long way to go. I will have uh, just recently, we were working a protest and a man walked up like he had a question, so I approached him, and he said, no, I want to talk to that officer. And it was pretty obvious why. He was a little old school, um, so we deal with that a lot, but I don't let it affect me. I don't let it bother me. Most of the time, it makes me laugh, because yeah. I think, come on, it's like 2016 now. Yeah. yeah. But um, yeah, it's definitely something we deal with regularly, yeah. Yeah. with citizens and our own officers and mm-hmm. partners. Wow. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously, I guess we all kind of... Um, prototype, you know, we, we look at what we think it's supposed to look like. And maybe um, for most of you that either you're not watching, if you're listening to the audio right now, then you don't see Marissa. So not only is she gorgeous, but she is as buff as they come. And so I don't mind if you were defending me because you um, you have an incredible work ethic when it comes to exercise and fitness. And I just kind of want to touch on this because I want to tell you how much I admire you in this respect as well. Um, I love fitness, as you know. I'm Mm -hmm. a personal instructor as well, and I believe that we are to really um, be good stewards of our temple, which is Mm -hmm. our body. But you've gone a little extra. Mm -hmm. Um, You are a crazy, crazy fanatic for CrossFit. I'm a little crazy. Um, I found CrossFit about four years ago, and I've always been active. I played college basketball, so... Um, when I fell on CrossFit, before that, I did a lot of weightlifting and running, but different than CrossFit. But I do it to stay alive, to mm-hmm. be honest, on my job. I have been in some bad, bad fights where I was very thankful that I was in shape or chasing down people that my partners were fighting that I, that they needed my help and I had to get there. So mm-hmm. it's important to me fitness-wise um, just because I enjoy staying in shape, but also probably more important than that is for my job. Yeah. Well, let's just stay on this a minute because I'm really intrigued. CrossFit's really big right now. Mm -hmm. We're actually looking to start a CrossFit here because it's a passion you have. Mm -hmm. And you believe, just like I believe, that the church is to be relevant in our community. If, If you know anything or you have followed us here at Influence Church, you know that we believe in marketplace and that we have a really hipster, cool coffee shop and we have the, actually, the U.S. post office is a part of our church. We, Mm we, uh, lease space to them, because we believe as Christians, uh, believers, followers of Christ, uh, he was the best at the marketplace. He kind of hung out in the marketplace. And so to bring CrossFit to our church is really cool, which I think is great. Tell us a little bit about CrossFit and what you do with kind of the faith part of CrossFit and how you use that for the kingdom. Well, I actually, when I started CrossFit, um, it was like a punch in the face after your first couple workouts, because it's so intense. 
And I remember laying on my back after a workout, and I had the thought of, this would be so awesome to give, to glorify God through mm. this. And I actually ended up starting, uh, I started making t-shirts that say for him based off Colossians 3.23. And I made them for myself to wear at competitions and stuff. And before I knew it, people were like, hey, I love your shirt. Where can I get one? So it just gave me the idea, uh, started a t-shirt company. Um, but it's, it's a gift I think God gave me in CrossFit. And it's a platform that I can use to, to reach people. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Marissa, what I love is um, I love your entrepreneurial spirit. I love the fact that God places something on your heart and you follow through. And that is definitely what a woman of influence is. If you're listening to us now via video or audio, I believe uh, God has given everyone a sphere of influence. Mm -hmm. And, you know, if you met you, you wouldn't know. I mean, you you tend to be a little quieter and, and maybe someone would say shy. Maybe that is because you are a police officer and you have to be cautious. I'm sure that's part part no, of his personality. <laughs> okay, that's personality. And yet I look at just as we're listening, Kara, as we're sitting here, we're listening to all this. I mean, police officer, CrossFit champion, you know, mother. designer of t-shirts, mother of two beautiful children. Mm-hmm. Okay, and now let me just ask you this. How do you balance life? I don't know. <laughs> I wake up every morning and I ask God to help me get, get me through the day. I actually pray, Lord, give me the physical and mental strength to get through this day because... Yeah. My plate's full, you know, but I know I can't do anything with less than my whole heart. So anytime I do something and I decide commit to something, I, I do it all the way. So drives my husband nuts because <laughs> he's always like, can't you just slow down for a minute? But I, I'm, when I'm passionate about something, yeah. I, just, I just go, you know. A true woman of influence. Let's kind of talk a few more minutes about what's going on right now, um, both in our country, obviously in many cities. And... You know, there's a real, um, I believe, personally, every day we're closer to the last days. So I don't care how far the last days are from us, we're closer today than we were yesterday. But I believe that there is this intense um, spirit of fear over definitely our country right now. I think mm-hmm. what happened in Dallas, and I said, in some of these other cities. So um, how has that affected you as a police officer? And is it something that you guys talk about um, as police officers? What do you guys do? How do you deal with that? Um, police officers, we, we tend to joke around a lot to lighten the situation. Mm. Um, you hear that a lot. If you walk around a police station, you just hear a bunch of people cracking jokes, to be honest. But it's, it's hit a little close to home with Dallas because there's never been an incident where police officers were, were snipered, were shot at, um, assassinated, basically. So that's been really difficult, and it's been eye-opening for all of us because now we constantly, we're all targets. We all have to have our head on a swivel, constantly watching each other's backs. So it's, it's um, like you said, it's near the end times, I believe, too. And it just seems like everything is just backwards. You know, there's no faith in, in anybody. Nobody has faith in anybody, especially God. Yeah. And I think it's, I think it might get a little bit worse before it gets better, mm-hmm. unfortunately. Mm-hmm. But I think God has a plan, and His plan always rules. So... Um, that's the hope that I live live yeah. for. Well, let me ask you this in our closing. How can we both pray for you, and how can we pray for your industry? You know, prayer is kind of an elusive word to a lot of people. Um, for me, prayer is really just talking to God. God already knows, God already sees, and God's in control. But when I like to pray, I like to connect with Him, because I think when I pray, He downloads to me mm-hmm. things I need to know. 
So, you know, I just want you to know that that you and Brian are both on Pastor Phil and my prayer list and in my prayer room um, as personal officers. My both of my brother in laws were police officers, so um, it's close to home. And um, I respect you, and I understand authority mm-hmm. because God laid out authority for a reason. Right. So, how could we pray for you as, as listeners right now, or listening to your heart and your voice? Just a simple little prayer to God. How could we pray for you? I think for police officers right now is pray for favor, favor with the people who hate us, the people who want to take us out, um, with the president, even the media. I think we just need favor. We need people to trust us again and put their faith back in us and just that God would put protection over all of us. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I, I do want to end, but I do have to touch on this because people want to want to know this. What do you do with bad cops? You call them out. Um, I've been fortunate. Anaheim, we have a really good department. And uh, we pretty much we're very strict on who we hire, mm-hmm. but I know there are there are bad cops out there, just like in any profession. Um, but we have to hold each other accountable, and I hold I hold myself to not just the standard of the badge, but God's standard as well. Between knowing what's right and wrong, um, but sometimes you know you just have to pull someone aside and say, hey. You can't do that or, you know, think about this next time or stuff like that. That's so but good. just holding people accountable. Yeah. And I don't think people do that anymore. Yeah. Nobody takes responsibility for actions or hold each other accountable. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a big part. That's what's missing, not yeah. just in our profession, but in the country. Absolutely. You know, thank you. And I, you know, every profession, you just touched on it. I mean, there's there's crazies in every profession. Right. And, and, you know, just in my spirit, I feel right now, whenever you feel judgmental, stop and pray. Right. about any person, any situation, any industry, mm-hmm. because God does something in prayer that man can't do on their own. Right. So, well, um, it's been an honor. I know that you've taken a few moments out of your lunch break, and so um, you're, you need to, I'm sure, get back to uh, defend us and protect us mm-hmm. and all that you do so well. So thank you for taking your time out to come and be in our studio here at Women of Influence. And, and um, I just, again, want to tell you I love you and I respect you, and thank you. Thank you for having me. Well, Kara, as we close out, um, I'm going to ask you to pray right now. You're sitting close to Marissa, um, that you would just pray over her, that you would pray, um, as she said, favor, Mm -hmm. um, a wall of protection around she and Brian and their family, Mm -hmm. and that, you know, God has appointed her. There's no doubt God called you into this, Marissa. God's got great plans, and He has already obviously shown us those, but just pray over her right now as we close this podcast out. Absolutely. Um, Lord God, just thank you so much. Um, You... You are the example of so many things in the work that you do in our daily lives and definitely in your son, Jesus Christ, just the willingness for um, the purest form of your love to be sacrificed for our daily lives. And I can't think of individuals who edify that more than the people that protect us every single day. So for Marissa in particular, Lord God, I ask that you just send your angels to be around her. You continually provide her favor and discernment. I ask that you keep her away from anything that would take her away from us or from her family or from her boys, Lord God, and that you continue to um, strengthen her both mentally and physically so that the tolls of her daily job don't bleed into all the amazing things that I know that you've called her to outside of when she's wearing the badge. And for the police officers in general, Lord God, I just, I hope that people find grace in every situation. It's 
it's really difficult for us to distinguish between the individuals who have manipulated and taken advantage of situations and then the people that they represent, Lord God. There is no perfect system. There is no perfect organization. And these individuals who have decided to publicly protect us and serve our country, sometimes that comes with unnecessary public scrutinization, Lord God. So I just ask the people that are struggling with resentment and pain and hurt and fear of police officers in general, Lord God, that you just completely wipe that away. At the end of the day, it takes a very special type of person to be willing to lay down their life for an individual that they've never met, that they've never spoken to, that they've never known. And um, I'm just so thankful that we live in a place where we have people like Detective Marissa Downs that are just so full and filled with you that she is constantly seeing through your eyes that I know, regardless, my life is in your hand, all of our lives are in your hands, but it's a little bit easier to breathe, knowing that there are people like Marissa um, protecting us every single day. We love you so much, Lord, and um, we thank you for everything that you're going to do. In your son's precious name, amen. Ladies. This has been wonderful. Um, Marissa, you're fantastic. Um, the word that we've picked for you today is courageous, and I can't think of anything that would describe you better. Our police officers in general, if you are... Um, are you in if you're in public service, if you are a police officer, if you're in the armed forces, just thank you so much from the bottom of our hearts for everything that you do. Um, I hope that you find a way to just kind of filter out the negative things that are being said and still believe that there are people that are thankful and are grateful for the, for the things that you do. But ladies, we will see you next time. Um, be sure, share this podcast. Send someone the Women of Influence podcast channel. You can send them a link to any one of our videos on the womenofinfluence.today website or our Facebook account. And then really quickly before we close, Marissa, for your t-shirt line, can we buy them online or do we just have to seek you out? Uh, forhimgear.com is the website. Perfect. Forhimgear.com. I'll probably be there later on today. But ladies, we will see you next time. And I hope your day is truly, truly blessed.